keeping up appearances. My half brother. My half brother. <laughs> keeping up with the Joneses. Danny Glover. I'm fooling myself. How you doing, Boozy? I'm fooling myself. I thought I smelled something. Oh, that's skank. And I think it's coming from you. She always backs down. Karen, grow a pet. Tell Lucas he's a little shit. And stick with it. Yeah, you're talking about you, Pooh. I need a doctor. I don't know, he'd be off somewhere babbling, wearing a dress. When do you plan to start living? You know, like the person you've become, then do something about it, because no one's going to do it for you. So, my friends, welcome to the High Flyers Club. Ray This is for my mom. Ravens are free! Yeah! Ultra free! Hello and welcome to the Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've seen 23 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is no episode because this is episode six of our bonus episodes. So welcome to bonus land. Welcome to the land of Patreon. Firstly, thank you everybody that's listening that means you've you've signed up you're supporting dom and i on this journey we really appreciate it and hopefully you can see that we're working really hard to put as much additional content on patreon as we can we put little previews little teasers out on the instagram but we're not going to be putting any full videos or any of this additional content out anywhere but here this is for you guys for your support so we appreciate you dom how are you, my friend? I'm very well, thank you. And I'm glad to be in Patreon land, the, the land that I have very limited access to. <laughs> That's actually a really good point. So Dom is Dom and I, we're both patrons of our own Patreon because we like to be able to view it from the other way to make sure to see how the content, you know, gets distributed, etc. So Dom is on the Patreon. So he manages the fox river side of things i manage the raven side of things so if there's any uh you know fox river comments then dom's on there you know and we'll respond and then we try and keep him clear of of the raven stuff but he is on there and if you want to contact dom directly on like the instagram uh you can do through the fox river instagram which is fox river podcast at instagram or if you want to message him anything you can always message it to me uh on the email or on patreon and i'll obviously pass it on to dom and you know he can pass his response back to me i'll pass it on to you i'll be the middleman so uh yeah we want dom to be in as included as possible while protecting him from spoilers uh, everyone's done a fantastic job so far i mean especially you um because you do forward on a lot of stuff to me but it is so spoiler free um and i have not seen anything and uh, i i'm very good at self-control so i've not ever once looked at our patreon page for ravens ever <laughs> because i don't want to ruin it for me as much as i don't want to ruin it for for you and the people listening yeah exactly and like all of your prediction videos they're going down so well people are loving them and that's because it's genuine like if you had any inkling of what was happening it would all be out the window. So it's fully appreciated. On this bonus episode, it is open, as all bonus episodes are going to be going forward. 
uh, to our Patreon members at Varsity and Hall of Fame level. So we're hoping that tonight we will be joined by some of those uh, lovely people and we can talk One Tree Hill and their own journey with it. So what we've done here is we just put out the time that we were recording, put out a Zoom link, and then anyone at Varsity or Hall of Fame can just jump in, have a chat, see what's good and and move forward so if you're interested we're gonna we do these every few uh every four episodes and uh yeah it, we'll do them at different times to get the time difference right so we have our first person lauren joining now so we are joined by lauren lauren before we even before you say anything before you even say a word we need to see your right hand up. <laughs> we need to. We need you to vow, the promise, to swear that you will not spoil anything for Dom. I swear. I actually was going to bring my Bible down to swear on, but I thought that was a little extra. So. <laughs> no, that would have been appreciated. But that's at the, ne- that's at the next level. We'll wait for that. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's season three. <laughs> Dom, do you accept? I accept. Excellent. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for all of your support. You have been amazing. I mean, I, how how did you discover the podcast? How long have you been with us for? Uh, I think since the beginning. Um, hopefully my audio is okay. I'm going through my computer too. It's good. It's good. Cool. Um, so I think Hillary Burton had shared that y'all were starting this podcast Um so I, yeah, I, I mean, the first one was recorded, the, the intro. So I actually heard that one when y'all posted it before you took it down again, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, really since the beginning. Well, thank you. And we, we really appreciate that. And you're also, you've joined us on the prison break side of things. Um, so thank you for that. You're actually watching it in real time for the first time with us. How are you mm-hmm. finding that? Oh, it's crazy. (laughs) Um, And I do enjoy taking an entire week right in between each episode to actually digest it. And then I told Dom this, I can't like the audio is awful on it. So like I miss like 25% of what happens. So um, I really need your episodes to help like glue everything together for me because I only watch once. um, Uh I rely so heavily on Simon for so much of that as well, because I have the same issue as I have to turn it up massively and then I I wait and then it just, and then it's incredibly loud. So I have to turn it down again. And uh, uh, Michael talks, uh, who's played by Wentworth Miller. So for those that that listen, Mm. Ravens listeners that aren't Fox River listeners, um, he's the main character and he talks incredibly softly for for most of the episode. (laughs) So he actually, Wentworth Miller was just on an episode of Law and Order um, last week. He was playing an attorney. And I think y'all talked about how Wentworth said he, from now on he wants to play, he doesn't want to play straight characters. Mm. And as his character on Law and Order, he was, <clears throat> excuse me, he was um, homosexual. Yeah. I I love Wentworth Miller like so much. <laughs> like he's... It's up there with my Chad Michael Murray love, uh, <laughs> but he he's so great 
on screen and then off screen for everything he stands for, like the work he's doing around all of that. And it's really sad that Dom can't check it out and you can't really check it out too much either, Lauren, just in case you get spoilers, but just take my word for it. that He is an awesome human being. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I had to look him up on IMDb because I was like, I think that's Michael Schofield on Law and Order. Um, nothing was spoiled. I spoiled myself uh, through looking up um, John on uh, on the Wikipedia page for for Prison Break, and I was like, "Oh, I wish." What's <laughs> <laughs> what's what his last name was and that was what what was bothering me so well uh, i'm really enjoying like the week to week so i've these two programs i only watch week to week and i'll watch um both of them twice um but only obviously only the same episode just to then to do the podcast and uh as simon knows and most people know i can binge watch like you know the best binge watchers in the world there's some sort of guinness world record for it i've probably (laughs) got a chance of winning it and there's nine seasons of the office which i started watching um about a week and a half ago maybe maybe two weeks ago and i finished it i've 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 finished it already wow and that's just to say that it you know i could have finished one tree hill probably three times over by now (laughs) (laughs) wow that's a a great segue dom so Lauren, tell us about your history of One Tree Hill. Like, how many times have you seen it? Uh, when was the first time you saw it? Do you have a favorite season, a favorite character? I'm just going to keep asking you questions so you can't remember <laughs> all the questions that I asked. Go ahead. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, so it's actually funny. Um, you know, I've I love um, the OC, and that's actually a lot of you know people segue from the OC into One Tree Hill. But um, so back in 2016, I broke my leg um, and I'm super athletic and active. So I was like, what am I going to do with my time? And my coworker who uh, knows I kind of like these teen dramas was like, you should watch One Tree Hill. And I was like, ah, I'm just going to watch the OC again. So I watched the OC again. And then uh, finally that next summer, uh, leg was healed and everything. I was like, I'm going to watch One Tree Hill. And it was on Netflix. And uh, I was like, oh my God, this is, it's like sucks you in. Um, and I was getting ready to move into my house. Uh, and I just remember like moving and unpacking in my house. And all I wanted to do was watch Montreal. <laughs> um, and then Netflix took it off. So, uh, I mean, they gave you like, you know, some warning, but I mean, I had, I was on season two. So <laughs> I was like, I can't, take off work to like try to finish this in time. So um, my coworker who had recommended it gave me all her DVDs to watch, um, to get caught up and, uh, or to at least continue watching. And that's how I um, watched it the first time. And then I bought my entire DVD set. Uh, So I've seen it, I think I'm on my third or fourth watch right now. Um, yeah, I started with you guys back in August or whatever. Uh, I'm already on season six. So <laughs> I, I was half expecting you to say um, that Netflix were taking it off. I, I've got to break my leg so I can finish it. I've, <laughs> I've got to break the other one now just so that I can. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, no, I don't think I have that much um, disability time to take off. <laughs> <laughs> well, what what's your favorite season? Ooh, um, I'm looking over at my DVDs right now, like they're gonna speak to me or something. But um, I think four or five. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, season one's kind of the basics, but um, that was like stressful for me with season one. It's, because, it, it's like Nathan picking on Lucas and um, yeah, that, that was really hard for me. <laughs> I didn't really like a lot of the characters back then. Um, my, my feelings have changed towards a lot of people. Um, so, <laughs> but yeah, I, I get really stressed out by shows like Prison Break really stresses me out too. So <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're both stressful in very different ways. <laughs> I, they are in Prison Break. Like this is super obvious, but I was like, prison looks really awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's so glamorized in other other shows, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, man, I'm just I'm really gonna <laughs> stay on the straight and narrow, and I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm like, can't he just like be quiet and just not deal with anything? Like, just do your time, mate. Just do your time and get out. <laughs> I think it. Feels... I feel the same about One Tree Hill. I'm like, can we just like relax? I mean, I just have like half a season where it's just like chill. <laughs> I think it's very different to the thought of like Nathan picking on you to Teabag picking on you. They're two very <laughs> different extremes right there. <laughs> different fret levels yes absolutely <laughs> the sad thing is i don't know which one uh makes me feel more stressed out to be honest. <laughs> well it's funny that you said that uh you know season four or five is potentially your favorite because that seems to be everyone's answer isn't it dom that it's not many people say season one i say season one uh because it kind of it reminds me of what originally sort of got me inspired, etc. And I love the whole show all the way through, but most people say three or four. Yeah. Some five, a few people say nine. Uh, no one says Ooh. seven or eight. No one <laughs> says seven or eight, but um, it's interesting, Dom. It means you've got a lot to come up, you know, a lot to be uh, looking forward to. Well, what I always find interesting is, is obviously it had a bit of a profound impact on you watching season one at the time that you watched it. And I'm watching it because you wanted me to do this podcast with you. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm thinking, you know, how different my view is going to be of each season to you, which mm -hmm. we discussed all, pretty much all the way through anyway. But when we get to nine, am I going to go, I loved seven, I love eight. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> you might. You might because you're watching it at a different sort of stage of life. Like as in we're watching it now and we're in our like early 30s. Um so it, it is when we on this watch, we are definitely identifying and talking a lot more about the older characters like Keith. Lauren, I know you're a big fan of Keith. Like he's like, you know, and Dan and Deb and obviously Dom and I are big fans of Deb. And, uh, you know, and all the guys. <laughs> but those characters, Dom, I'm assuming those are having more impact on you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They're, they're the ones that I tend to, although the storyline in a lot of episodes focuses more on the youngsters, it does split fairly evenly pretty much all the way through. 
um you, you tend to ha- i think you get slightly more of an episode based on like what's happening with brooke and peyton and what's happening with lucas and so on and so forth but when you get to kind of the the more let's call them grown-up side of things it it does impact slightly more than the rest of it because i've kind of we've done that haven't we we've gone through teenage and adolescence and things like that and now we're kind of living more you know closer to that life you know there's people in the situations that they're in that we might know or you know Mm. so on and so forth well well lauren based on season one alone i know it's a difficult question because you've seen all of it but who would you say from season one is your favorite character and who would you say was your least favorite character Ooh, um kind of like the first time watching it or like as, as it stands right now for me. Yeah, as as it stands right now. Um I really liked Haley. Um you know, I, I can't pick Nathan because he was such a D-bag in the beginning <laughs> of it. <laughs> um yeah, I think it's I think it's Haley. Um even though she she kind of seemed a little desperate when she started dating Nathan, <laughs> um, but when the first time I watched it, oh god, I hate to admit this, but I was like really for Lucas and Peyton. Like I really liked them, even though they're miserable. But yeah, I think I have to say Haley. I mean, she's she's witty, she's smart, she stays true to herself. Um, you know, she's she's nerdy, but she's not really that big of a nerd. Like, you know, she's um, I think they kind of play that up on the show, but that was never my impression of her when I first um watched the show. Um and I think she makes everyone around her better, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously. Um, you know, she kind of checks Lucas, she kind of checks Peyton. Um, so I think she's my favorite from season one. It definitely changes throughout the season. So she's not my steadfast number one, but. And Dom, dare we ask who your favorite from season one is, or is it too obvious? <laughs> you gonna, thinking white, Whitey. I was thinking Whitey. Yeah. Yeah. Not Deb. <laughs> Tom, I have to ask you, after you heard about his, his cancer diagnosis, did you have to take some time off of work to, to grieve? Uh, I mean, luckily I was already off work. <laughs> I had some holiday time. So I just literally spent the rest of it in bed. <laughs> <laughs> so depressed. But um, Your impression I'm, of him on the last episode was very good. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I think you're just being nice there, but thank you very much. No, it was <laughs> the southern accent's hard to get down especially for you Brit. I think with with me and simon any accent is hard to get down. <laughs> your your accents are really good dom it's me that struggles yeah. you're actually natural at it you can do your welsh <laughs> accent i don't know what episode that was on it was brilliant it was perfect i need to go out and just practice 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 i'm gonna perfect the, the whitey durham voice i'm gonna get it get it now just gonna listen to recordings over and over again but i i think he's my he's he's like my special mention character though so i'd always kind of hold him in in really high regard because he is that character that like like i've said before he's just got all that knowledge and he knows what's going on with absolutely everyone and 
doesn't use it to any advantage other than telling these people to just be better and be better, be better at that, you know, and not in a pushy way, in a, you know, you can do it, just go and bloody do it. It's, it's, you know, I don't know why you're kicking about, you know, with these idiots or doing stupid things because you, you know, you're so much better than that. So just, just go and do it go and live your life. And, and that's, he's a great sort of inspirational character to have when it comes to, favorites throughout the season i i really like dan dan just is just the ultimate bastard but he's so good at it he's so um, good um but w- when you get to the end of the season you can't help but feel sorry for him and it it takes i think it takes a really good bastard to to make you feel sorry for him and that's really good acting and really kind of well written and put together so i think i would pick dan does, <laughs> does yours change simon because you you often talk about um lucas and obviously your your chad michael murray obsession um and then but you talk about nathan in such high regard as well so Mm. it's almost it's almost we get to that episode when the hazing stops and nathan gets to Haley, and there's that flip so when the flip happens then you kind of go that's the character i most associate with or that i like now sort of thing that that not not in a okay i'm just dropping allegiances to him it's it's kind (laughs) of a Actually, the the sentiment of the of what's happening with these people is is what you relate to the most, and that's what makes you like them. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I think I hold on to Lucas on the first five episodes or so, and then actually, it's kind of more Nathan's development. Uh, but I think what it is with Lucas, it was the first character I've seen, or maybe the only character really that I've seen on TV where it feels like. I the sensibilities in him and some of the moodiness and some of these things are actually something that things that I'm very prone to it may not feel like it on microphone because we're all like animated and when we're with different people and that's why I enjoy my friendship with you so much Dom because you make uh, I hate giving him compliments like this but you you know you make me feel good and I feel happy to be expressive (laughs) etc but quite naturally i'm a bit more like how lucas is portrayed really but then i relate to i like nathan's development and how he's gone from being a douchebag like you said lauren to and he well can't say too much but already in season one you know he's developed into being a much better person and i feel like i had some of that as well like i had some douchey adolescent times as as we most of us do and, uh, you know, feel like I'm not as douchey now. And we all have an element of douchebag <laughs> to us. Everyone does. But, uh, yeah, it's... But watching it now, I it just sort of reminds me more of that journey in time. Like, it's, like, reminiscent and a bit, bit nostalgic now, actually. Um, and now looking at some of the older characters, I don't know, I just enjoy it as a whole. But, I mean, but Dan, speaking of Dan, Paul Johansson... He's really teasing us. He's really <laughs> teasing us because I've spoken to him several times and he's like, yep, coming on the podcast. Love it. Want to come on. And then he will just, he'll just go off grid and I won't hear from him. And I'm like, you are killing me, Paul. We're, <laughs> like, we're telling people you're coming on. You've told us you're coming on. Like, Dom, you didn't see, but I put a thing out, a post specifically to him on instagram and he re- <laughs> he responded within three minutes and said i'm coming on i'll hit you back today his response got 50 likes <laughs> response. and i haven't heard from him since it's like come on paul 
I reckon we just we I, it wouldn't be too difficult, I'm sure, to find out where he lives. Well, and we Lauren, just turn up. We turn up with all our equipment, and we just go right. We're doing this now. We instead of having to wait for you, we're 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 coming to you. That's it. We've we've arrived. Well, Lauren found where Nathan's apartment was. Lauren, that was <laughs> so much. Me and Dom had so much fun going through that. <laughs> Uh, how did you find that? Oh my God. Well, so, you know, I, you know, I, I go to Wilmington a lot. So I, I, I've done like the tour. Um, and yes, yeah, so I have the map and I sent it to you, Simon. And um, I just wanted to see how the hell he afforded it. That's still, I can't get past that. This is not realistic. <laughs> There's a lot in the show that's not necessarily realistic. Right. But um I don't know. I like, I worry about money a lot. So I was just like, how is like, he's stressing me out that he, I get really stressed out with all this. How is he paying for all this? Right. And like, he, you know, he's, he's an athlete, like he doesn't have time to work. Um, so I looked, so I looked this up. Cause I mean, I, I thought maybe I'd driven past it in Wilmington too. And then I was like, Oh, I found it. <laughs> like, this is amazing. <laughs> it was um, awesome. Dom's going to live in the closet in there. So it's perfect. <laughs> the minister arms <laughs> i wonder if like the people who live there know like this is a one tree hill you know this was used in the location as location in the show they must. i'm hoping there's like a little plaque somewhere there <laughs> that says this was used in sort of something like that that'd be nice well, when i got to wilmington i went to brooks house lucas's house peyton's house Haley's house they're all really close to each other and um Actually, like that's like a really historic part of Wilmington. And a lot of them have plaques just for being historic buildings, but nothing because of One Tree Hill. Um, but I remember going to, to Lucas's house and they actually have signs that say like, please do not come up on the porch. Cause everyone wants to, you know, get a picture by the door and on the porch and things like that. So they want you to like respect the privacy, but it's like the houses are run down. Like they're just people renting them. Like there's not, People haven't cherished, like they're not <laughs> buildings yet. <laughs> yeah, these buildings, like it was that like me it out. was so run. Like Lucas's house was so run down. I was like, can I buy this and like fix, it? <laughs> like make it exactly the same as Karen's house was? Should we crowd? Should we do some like GoFundMe stuff where all yes. of like us, all of the listeners, everyone in our podcast, we can all co-own Lucas's house and we'll work out a little. You know, everyone gets a weekend, okay, a year that that you get to go there, and we'll all do it up. We'll decorate. We'll make it exactly how it's supposed to be. Uh, and I, I, I'm really down for this, Dom. Uh, does it have to be a shower made of coat hangers? I seem to remember that being a thing. <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> we've got to recreate everything <laughs> yeah i'm in yeah fine we'll make it like a timeshare yeah make it oh. a time it, it's funny we and don were saying on that video so we did a q a video that's on patreon uh farsity and hall of fame members and lauren you graciously gave us loads of content which was perfect for us to go <laughs> through and dom and i were saying when we go to wilmington which is gonna happen we were hoping that there would be an Airbnb that was maybe a used location for One Tree Hill. Could you imagine if Lucas's house was an Airbnb you could stay in? Everyone would use it. What kind of cash cow would that be? My God, like, get some business sense here, people, right? 
Yes, <gasps> exactly. Because you know what? You go through all the shops in Wilmington. They all have um, One Tree Hill stuff in the windows, like shirts and stuff. And then uh, Dawson's Creek, which was also filmed there too. Um, so, I mean, like they're cashing in on this stuff. It's like, because I, during our, you know, when I was rewatching the, the Q&A, I actually searched for, can you stay in a One Tree Hill house right like maybe they fixed it up like it or maybe it's just the house itself maybe the inside isn't isn't um you know a replicate but nothing like come on Wellington like they're trying to revive the city and all this and that like you do know better do better we'll do that we could call it one tree b and b there you go <laughs> I quite like that one tree b and b we'll buy one do it up whatever money we make off that we buy the next one and then we just mm. have a, a chain of one tree b&b's <laughs> in start, wilmington start small start with like mouse house and build yourself, <laughs> you know? so, yeah jimmy that we saw once <laughs> yeah don't pick like brooks house <laughs> that actually isn't a very nice part of town um and that one actually looked like people lived in it and owned it and it was kept up very nicely but lucas we'll kick him out Wow. evict <laughs> yeah I, I watched um i watched a video uh a youtube video of uh some fans that had gone for like a convention or something and they'd done like you know these are the different locations and they said what like what you were just saying lauren that like i can't remember which two characters but there are two houses that are like literally across the road from each other and it's obviously more convenient for filming and uh i know that the, the iconic part of the high school where they're like walking that little outdoor corridor is like actually the out outside of a library or something like that. Um, all of these places we're, we're, we're going to go to Dom. We've already decided Dom's going to drive because he likes driving. I'm going to be the navigator. We're going to have a little picnic. We're going to dribble the basketball across the bridge. It's going to be beautiful. People, people that say with the signs, please don't come up on the porch. We will like knock on the door with some cookies and be like, hey, how's it going? Here's some food. It looks a bit run down here. Um, here's some cash. We're going to come in for a bit, all right? Okay. <laughs> it's not a hostage situation. It's fine. But Nobody said anything about a gun. <laughs> it was just implied. But... <laughs> oh, yeah. They're really nice in Wilmington. Um until we arrive. <laughs> <laughs> it says Southern hospitality. My sister and I were in, um, you know, we, we go to the beach there every year and we're in the elevator and some guys in the elevator with us. And he goes, are y'all sisters? And we're like, yeah. And he goes, well, hot dog. And we're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so um, yeah, everyone's very friendly there. So I don't know. If you come to Texas, they may pull out a gun on you if you come on their property, but I, I doubt in North Carolina. So <laughs> that's good. That's good at least. Good to know. Good to know. When we when we go to Texas, invitation only. <laughs> well, that I can't without saying too much. In fact, this is the only thing I'm gonna say is that Dom, at one point in time in the future, there is an episode of One Tree Hill that is filmed in Texas in a place called Honey Grove, right? Um, all I'm going to say, oh, I'll tell you this part is that they did a contest where, um, fans from, you know, different areas of America 
could put together a video to like the producers and Mark Schwann, whoever, and say they will fit the contest winners. They would film an episode of One Tree Hill in their town. And the winners were uh, in Honey Grove, Texas. And uh, there's a little like it's like a little 20 minute, 25 minute documentary about them making it and coming to the town and incorporating the people that won the contest as like extras into the uh, episode. Um, so Lauren, have you been to Honey Grove, Texas? Is that anywhere near you at all? No, I'm actually going to I don't know why I haven't Googled this. I'm going to see how far it is. Um we are also aware that Texas is huge. Like, I know that like England can fit three times in Texas or something crazy like that. So <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I think to go across the entire state, it's a twelve-hour drive. Um, wow, I'm up for it. <laughs> Dom will drive anywhere. Really he loves fun. driving. It's Honeywell. I think it's Honey Grove. Oh, Honey Grove. Okay. I think it was maybe. Maybe the 100th episode. I think they said as a 100th episode, there's this little contest. This isn't well, spoilers because is... no storyline being told. <laughs> 241 miles from Austin, where I'm at. Yeah, it's a little bit north of Dallas. Worth a visit. <laughs> it's about Worth four a drive. drive. Come on. Yeah, it's probably, I mean, if it's three hours of Dallas, it's probably a... Yeah, it's actually really close to the Oklahoma border. Um, so it's probably like a five-hour drive or so. Okay. One of our, our, our first patron member, Emily, lives in Oklahoma. So Emily, if you're listening, you should be going down to Honeygrove too. Everyone <laughs> will buy an Airbnb in Wilmington, and then we'll all go and we'll all holiday and vacation in Honeygrove in Texas. <laughs> that town scared me, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes well <laughs> so okay you haven't you haven't told us your least favorite character lauren you told us who you, who you like who do you not like from season one Ooh, um i'm so swayed by what you guys say <laughs> um <laughs> It's definitely like the listening to the podcast has kind of swayed my opinion on people, but um, like I never really disliked Karen, but now I really dislike Karen. <laughs> That's Dom's fault. That's my fault. Um, I was listening to your episode at so you know the season two episode um, this morning, and it's like, yeah, what has she done with this great opportunity from from Italy? <laughs> nothing other than a haircut although i was she does have biscottis at the cafe right so maybe that's from um I bet that was deb's idea no, <laughs> wait 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 but that biscotti was before she went because that's when deb came in and said that was her peace offering i have a coffee mm. and a biscotti because i remember us saying biscotti is that the best you can do oh was your <laughs> yeah your your friend's line wasn't it when you're yeah. okay well then, i mean maybe she revamped the recipe i um <laughs> how, how about this question then how, how about this and this is this is to both of you but we'll start with lauren of course okay. if if you had to choose to completely write out one of the characters mm. as if they, as if they didn't exist in season one obviously Ooh. who's who's leaving the show Ooh. 
So basically you're asking who doesn't really add anything to it. It, it can be that. It can be someone that you just think rubbish. Like. It could be it could be anything, anything you decide. You just think, actually, yeah, let's get rid of them. I don't want them in there anymore. <sighs> I mean, yeah, you can't ever get rid of Dan, even though he does like piss me off to no end. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, he's just like, that's the whole point, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we don't really need Karen great answer <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, Lucas could be I mean, an orphan. maybe maybe tim because he's just like T- tim was also going to be my answer <laughs> <laughs> um we definitely need the ravens guy who the ravens <laughs> i've we, got i think i've got him on instagram i think i have him <laughs> uh i so well segue kind of you can see this as an exclusive, Lauren, but they, they arrived, the actual Ravens. Oh! <laughs> um, 14 is my number. But uh, so if you're thinking they got the wrong number, um, we just did an unboxing episode of this yesterday. So we're going to put it up. So I know people can't see these, um, but I, <laughs> I was so ecstatic when opening this. You'll see in the video. Uh, it is. <laughs> really good quality can you see the quality of that lauren yeah oh that looks awesome wow yeah Yeah. so i'm really happy with that and now you have it in every size right i have yeah i've got a ton here (laughs) (laughs) enough for a whole team (laughs) yeah well if people we said on the video people are interested um we can get these made um because like the what was difficult about me getting these these ones made was they need they they need a bulk order. So if people mm. want to get them, I can order like you know however many, have them all sent here, and then I can send them out individually to people. Um, but I inquired already this morning, Tom, about the other colors, you know, away kit, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Um, sorry. I can't remember what the segue was supposed to be from that. Oh, Ravens guy. Yeah. So I originally had contacted that Ravens guy because I wanted to buy his jersey. Um, but he didn't, he doesn't have it. Like none of them have it. And it led down this oh. whole journey of trying to find where these jerseys are. And we do know that they're in a warehouse, in a Warner Brothers warehouse, but mm. it's fine. We can make our own from the same manufacturer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My choice would be um, Peyton. No, I'm joking. Uh, it, would, <laughs> it would be, it's a difficult one. I was going to say Peyton's dad. We could probably do without him. Mm. Um, but, uh, but I think they all, they all have their own place. Karen, even she, she has her place. We just enjoy, you know, like Veronica on Prison Break. It's, uh, you got to have someone to say some things about. <laughs> Yeah, and if you don't have if you don't have Karen, you don't have Keith, and you don't have mm. Tim's, right? <laughs> yeah, he dresses like it's the eighties or early nineties <laughs> or something. <laughs> He's a very confused, young man. He is, and I have to say, I have to, I, I I wrote this assignment. There's no way he's a virgin. Like. <laughs> With that mustache, he is a former porn star, if anything, right? He's a reformed porn star. 
Excellent. I just, I don't see it. I mean, Tim, I believe Tim's probably a virgin, but <laughs> still, well, that's a good but question. Heath? Oh man. He's that mustache has been around the block. <laughs> that's, that's the mustache good... of experience. <laughs> it, it, it's seen, it has uh, had many rides. <laughs> rides. Well, this, this leads on to a good question. So a question we've been floating about on the podcast a bit is, do you think that Brooke has ever slept with Tim? Oh, um, yeah, I know. You brought this up before and I was kind of... Uh, I feel like maybe when she was drunk, because she was pretty, she was pretty boozy in uh, season one. <laughs> yeah um but i also feel like he doesn't know what to do with a woman so it would have gotten that far <laughs> i think my final answer is no they've never slept together and it's just because he's a man child <laughs> I'd, I'd like to get him on the podcast yeah i think um I think he'd be really fun to talk to on the podcast. Um, what you said you just listened to season two, the first episode of season two. How did you? Well, feel... I have like forty minutes left, but almost. Okay, okay. How how did you feel about the new intro? Like, I felt really good about it at the <laughs> time, and now, <laughs> and now that I'm realizing it's out there, I'm a bit <laughs> self conscious that I'm actually sing- singing <laughs> the thing. What what do you think of it? Uh, I love it. I still love it. I mean, uh, yeah, I would say the singing's, you know, not, you're not any Gavin DeGraw. Um, but I love like the voiceover clips. I mean, I love that. That's so funny. (laughs) We were trying to, so every, everything in there that, that is me and Dom talking, I need to make it clear that none of that was recorded for the intro that's all stuff that i've taken out of previous episodes so none of it was like i don't want people to think that we're like dom we're getting in the studio we're gonna <laughs> record this there's all just little clippings put together um but my favorite bit is dom's bit about karen because the way yes the music, yes yes the way the music hits in it's like he's giving this massive grandioso speech at the end of a big movie like saying go out there and do it live your life but he's actually saying call lucas a little shit and stick with it <laughs> it's so good i was actually gonna say that's one of my, my favorites and I, I i wish you would have put in there like open your eyes mate yeah <laughs> i just couldn't find what episodes they're in like i i was looking for stuff like that um but i just don't know because <laughs> there's like you know a 22 episodes or 23 episodes in i just have no idea which ones they're from yeah it's really difficult i feel like that was early on because i actually never noticed the eye squint until you brought it up dom and i was like (laughs) now i can't unsee it like (laughs) like it distracts me the whole show (laughs) um which brings me to a question what dom is the over under in season two for eye squints what's the what sorry the over under on eye squints I don't think we know what that phrase means. Oh, it's it's like a betting term, like uh, over this number, but under this number. So 
over 50, but less than 100. But we go in, uh, we go in percentages. We'll say a percentage of eye openage. <laughs> if, if his eyes 50% open or closed, depending on what kind of person you are, um, that's, definitely, that's definitely... That was funny, Dom. That was funny. That was a subtle one. <laughs> I, I'll give you your credit on that one. Sorry, go again. Thank you. <laughs> that's, that's, I think if it's below the 50% mark... It's it's definite squintage, and he is pretty much at thirty percent the entire way through season one of eye opening. So he, uh, I, I don't even know what color his eyes are. Simon tells me they're blue. I'm not sure I believe him. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I'd I'd say, I'd they're not blue. Green, a greeny blue. Yeah, yeah. That left eye is not open. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I pick. I, I, you know, we have some listeners out there, someone who's probably good with algorithms that maybe they could create one that would, you know, scan the show, right? The, the footage and maybe, you know, to detect when it's 50% eye closed as opposed to, I mean, I don't know if we ever get 100%, right? <laughs> never, never. Never. I mean, maybe when he goes to the eye doctors and he's getting an exam. <laughs> I mean, we need, we need a reference point, right? But I mean, there's probably someone out there. Very, there's very smart people who can create an algorithm like that, perhaps. You know what's quite? You know when you have um, like face unlock on your phone, like facial recognition. There's mm-hmm. someone I work with that has to do this. <laughs> unlock their phone. It makes it makes me laugh every time. And I, every time I see him do it, I can't help but think, I bet Chad does that. <laughs> <laughs> And just it just unlocks. Because this is an audio platform, just to describe, Dom was doing like a... <laughs> Scrunching uh, up my face scrunching up, <laughs> to unlock yeah. my phone. <laughs> Pouting. It was like a pout. A sexy pout. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> well, I giggle a lot. So like, there's just like residual giggling throughout the audio of this entire <laughs> podcast right now. So Simon has to spend hours cutting my giggling out anyway. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, Lauren, you also you you've uh, you've shared your own like show and tell of uh, video of One Tree Hill like memorabilia. I haven't shared it with Dom yet because I only just got it last night. But mm-hmm. we're going to put that out on the Patreon, and we're going to start doing like a monthly. People send in your videos like of your stuff uh, if you if you're happy to share, and I'll piece them all together, and then we'll put them out so that because. I I want to see what you have um, because I think it's awesome. Like the biggest thing here is as much you as you want to buy it. You don't care what they've got. You just want to own it. Don't lie. <laughs> oh, that looks good. How much? <laughs> I'll be like, send it, send it, send it here. So I can like look at it and present it on the show. <laughs> you go and put your Hansen on them and go off grid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, as as much as it's our <laughs> podcast, um, like I'm a I'm a fan. I I love the show and I'm a fan. And but the part the reason of doing this podcast is to be able to have these conversations about it. So I want to see what everyone has so we can all enjoy it. I think that's awesome. So um mm-hmm. yeah. So Dom, you'll love uh, seeing what uh what Lauren's got. Lauren, you did it in a spoiler-free way, which we obviously appreciate because then Dom can actually see it. And Dom, you'll start your own collection of uh, One Tree Hill things. Uh, I, absolutely. I actually had a look 
at stuff um, the other night and, and you can buy scripts with uh, mm. signatures on and like autographs, but they're, when I'm looking at them, I'm thinking there's way too many of them. So they're, they're obviously like printed copies. So mm. I, I won't, I won't ever buy something that isn't original. So I'm hoping to, if mm. I could get like an original script with a couple of signatures on it, that would be, that'd be very cool. I've, I've got one better for you, ma'am. I've got one better for you. So I was thinking this last night. So of the these jerseys that I got, um, I got I got them in two sizes, as I'd said to, as I said on the podcast. One of the sizes fits perfectly. The other size doesn't fit so much. I'm not going to say which size it is. That's my own <laughs> business, all right. <laughs> my body is my own, okay. But the um, the the other one, I was thinking of. Uh, so eventually, when we go to Wilmington for a convention. I was thinking of taking it and we're hoping that we can do some podcasting when we're there with, you know, members of the cast and crew and whatever. And then I wanted to get people to sign it to like sign the Jersey and then I could frame the Jersey, but so we could get you one of these Dom with your own number and your name on the back. And then we could both do it, you know, and get people to sign the Jersey. What do you think? That sounds like a great idea. It's the perfect memento. <laughs> um, well, Okay, well, we're going to have to start wrapping it up um, because we've got to go back to work. But <laughs> I have to start work. <laughs> well, what, what time is it there? Is, is it like five hours, six hour time difference? Uh, I think it's seven hours. So it's eight o'clock right now. Oh, we re- we appreciate you. You wake up early. Thank you. We'll make sure. <laughs> well, these... I work out early in the mornings, but I got up super early to work out. I was like, I am not missing this. <laughs> well, Lauren is going to be joining us on an episode of uh, Prison Break, Fox River, and on an episode of Raven. So you're coming on. I've forgotten what the episode number is, but it's sort of towards the mid end of season two, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, episode 16. And then on episode five of Fox River five so is that next week for you guys then uh that's yeah so we've got we're we, we've got to record four and then next week will be five so don don will get in contact with you about the the specifics but it's going to be a lot of fun and this is great that you know that we've i mean we've been communicating for you know like a few weeks or months but it's great to see you and speak to you and uh this is the great thing about doing this podcast is is we've forming new friendships and uh yeah it's awesome we love it do, do you have any other any like questions or anything you want to ask us before before we go is that weird i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh no other than uh it was the ice one thing i wanted to ask dom about but um y'all were talking about the mighty ducks uh and i see your mighty duck um jerseys in the back so my sister and i just watched that on disney plus this past week the group watch and I realized that I used to think Adam Banks was super hot. And then I realized like he was like 12 in that movie. Like, am I a pedophile now? <laughs> I've had some. <laughs> Is that your question? The face right now <laughs> after watching that movie. <laughs> well, Dom, what's your answer? Uh... <laughs> yeah, what's your answer? If you liked him years and years ago when you were younger, then no, it's fine. And the actor is obviously older than you, so it's also fine. I need to look him up and see if he's still hot. <laughs> his, his name's Vincent LaRusso, I believe. Um, okay. 
and uh, he looks he basically looks exactly the same um i know wow. this as a big uh mighty ducks fan his jersey was one of the first ones like sold like his ducks jersey and it sold for like a ridiculous amount of money uh you can find it online just by googling it but he was my favorite as a child not because you know i fancied him but just because <laughs> He was the best. He was the best player, and he he was great. He has a he has a spin move in the second Mighty Ducks, which sometimes when I'm walking my dog, I'll get tangled in the lead, and I have to like spin out of it, and I'm like Adam Banks. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then someone slashes you on the wrist. <laughs> Ex- yeah, he, he, I awkwardly put my hand out so it can just. Oh. <laughs> I woke up and the pain was gone. <laughs> Cake eater. <laughs> Cake eater indeed. Well, that's a, also a great segue. I don't know if you've heard it, Lauren, but on our Patreon, we have two Mighty Ducks episodes where we had Averman on, uh, Matt Doherty on the podcast. Uh, have you heard those? Uh, no, just because my sister and I just rewatched it um, like Friday night. So I, I do want to, I wanted to rewatch it before I listen to that. God, Averman was, my sister and I were just saying he's so obnoxious in that, in the first one, at least. <laughs> like, quit talking. That's the one I would get rid of. <laughs> That's so funny. So behind, I actually have his jersey right here. Uh, I know, I see, yeah. <laughs> um, That's, uh, so well you'll hear it on that podcast but that's how i that's he validated this jersey for me because it's uh getting like actual screen worn it's a whole thing but that it's funny i i don't i haven't i can't listen back to some of those ones because even though that was less than a year ago because dom and i started podcasting in february i think of last year so coming up to a year ago it we've come a long way like as in we didn't (laughs) not that we didn't know what we were doing but we weren't as comfortable the audio wasn't as good um like we learned a lot we were doing things scene by scene rather than doing it like character journeys um so it's funny like i'm proud of those episodes because they were a lot of fun to do um but i i guess it's the same with everything you're always prouder of what you've just done i guess yeah yeah but hopefully they're still fun to this <laughs> uh, well, yeah, Lauren, i need to i need to listen to that one i'm it's getting hard to keep up right now and i'm like oh i'm gonna be on prison break i need to like i need to watch that twice or three times with audio in because i can't freaking hear anything so <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we're really looking forward to uh to doing both of those episodes with you it'll be a lot of fun and uh you know and then in season three and four and all the way through like you know it'll be it'll be great to do this whole journey so yeah so thank you so much for coming on thank you for waking up early thank you for all (laughs) of your support dom i know you want to say things uh it's fantastic to get to talk to you um it well kind of in kind of in person um but it's, it's nice to actually uh, be able to sit and have a chat with you and thank you so much for your support as well and keep messaging and I'll you know we'll both keep messaging back and Simon will show me what I'm allowed to see from uh, the Raven side of things and yeah I'll keep replying on the Fox River uh, and it's uh, great to great to meet Cool J <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> alright well thank you so much guys like I love your podcast it's, it's you know pandemic's been really really hard for me so this is honestly like a shining light in my in my week so um 
love interacting with you guys. Love listening to you. Love going through all the episodes with you. It's, it's a lot of fun. So thanks for having me. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you.